You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Hi, I'm Misty Ridley Little, and welcome to a special Middish Month episode. Since Hurricane Michael hit the Florida Panhandle back in October, I've received several requests for more information regarding trail closures, and I've done my best to relay information from the FTA and other sources that have been out and about around the trail. Well, there's nothing like hearing the information straight from the source, so I was delighted when Adam Friska, Panhandle Trail Program Manager with the FTA, reached out to me in an effort to relay information to hikers regarding current conditions of the Florida Trail in the region where Michael hit. This episode is shorter than my usual episodes, as it's mostly an information episode to get data out to the hikers, but we briefly chat about Adam's role with the FTA and his previous experience in trail stewardship. I'd love to have him back on at a later date to talk about his other project in the Panhandle, as well as have other FTA staff on to talk about their roles in maintaining and preserving our beloved trail. In addition, keep an ear out for three episodes the first week of January. They are good ones. In the meantime, enjoy the holiday season, and if you're out of hiking on the trail, enjoy the walk. And I look forward to seeing how everyone's adventures go in the coming months. I know of at least three people who are hiking southbound at the moment, and one or two heading north already. And trail kickoff is only a few weeks away, so there's going to be a lot more people out on the trail very soon. Show notes can be found at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com, and you can reach me at orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com and on Instagram at orangeblazepodcast. Happy hiking and enjoy the episode. Um, I know you have a lot that you want to talk about, but I think we want to, I want to start with um, an introduction, um, kind of who you are and your background. I've read your little bio blurb on the FTA website, so you kind of have a, you have a big background in backpacking too, so maybe you want to go from there. Sure, yeah. So again, my name is Adam Friska. I'm the uh, Regional Trail Program Manager for the Florida Trail Association here in the Panhandle. Um, I've been here for two years now. Uh, no Florida background or anything like that before. I just came down here to work on the Florida Trail. Um, as far as my as the job for, for the Florida Trail Association, um, I basically coordinate the trail program, the, the FDA's trail program in the region. So it's kind of a, a many hats sort of position. Um, I work closely with our volunteers and support them with training and equipment, uh, hosting events and outreach, uh, and then coordinate really closely with all of our land management partners and the U.S. Forest Service, who's actually the administrator of the Florida Trail. Um, as far as, I guess I can pivot also to personal background and why this, uh, why this interests me and what brought me to, to Florida to work on the Florida trail is like you mentioned, my backpacking background. Um, I have been in the, the long distance and through hiking scene for, for many years. Uh, I've hiked the Appalachian trail, Pacific crest trail and continental divide trail, as well as a number of smaller ones. Uh, and it's kind of been my passion for the last, I don't know, 10, 10 years or so. Uh, and after finishing those hikes and doing a lot of seasonal work with the Appalachian Trail and Long Trail, uh, I was looking for a way to keep giving back to this community and working on the uh, the long distance hiking trails, the National Scenic Trails. Yeah, and I saw you had some work on the, uh, the Appalachian Trail and the Long Trail as uh, some stewardship roles. Is that kind of what prepared you to come to Florida? I mean, how did you even think about coming to Florida? Yeah, so um, I started out just working on trail crews um, up in Vermont and New Hampshire for the Long Trail and on the Appalachian Trail with the Randolph Mountain Club. Uh, And then that kind of turned into some more seasonal gigs um, down in the Mid-Atlantic with the ATC, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. And that was more of the stewardship role. So we were working on the the corridor stewardship program. So basically the Appalachian Trail Corridor is, uh, you know, the, the public land that the trail actually runs through, uh, most of it owned by the National Park Service. 
And uh, it's, you know, running through that many states and with that many land management partners and neighbors, uh, there's a lot of coordination that needs to be done to, to make sure that land is protected and to make sure that the, uh, you know, there are no encroachments, that there's no conflicts with other land managers. So it's another kind of role that had exposed me to a lot of different things that go into um, uh, maintaining these trail systems and ensuring that the, the land that they pass through is, is accessible. Right. And what about getting to Florida? I mean, that's you're up there in the far north in Vermont and New Hampshire, and now you're in sunny Florida. Yeah, well, I, there might have been a little cold PTSD that came about after <laughs> spending some winters up in New Hampshire. For a couple of years, I was a, um, a caretaker at a cabin at Treeline on Mount Adams in the White Mountains. Um, no electricity, just a little wood stove, and up there for six months through the winter. I think oh a few gosh. years of that, I was I was ready for a little bit of sunshine, uh, and honestly, the opportunity came up. There's a there's not a lot. There's a lot of seasonal op jobs and 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 things you can do when you want to work on these trail systems, particularly with trail crews or these kind of uh, seasonal stewardship roles. But there aren't quite as many where you can really get a full time position and kind of settle down and really get to know one trail system for for many years. Um, and that's what attracted me to uh, to this position down in Florida. Awesome. Um, well, I mean, how much have you been on the Florida Trail other than your section up there in the Panhandle? Have you been able to explore other parts of it? Um, so, no, I've gotten to know my region pretty well, and I've gotten to travel down into um, my my coworkers, Jeff and Kelly's regions, Florida, uh, North Florida and South Florida a little bit. But I haven't gotten to know the trail as well out there. And certainly through hiking someday is a uh, is a goal, but it's it's a little hard with this job since our our field season really overlaps with hiking season. Uh, it's tough to get enough time to really get away and and see see some of the other areas. Um, I did get to spend a week in Big Cypress at one of the annual maintenance events down there, so that was um, pretty much the the opposite end of the trail for me. Awesome. Um, had a lot of fun down there, and it was really dry when I was down there, which I guess is unusual. Um, I don't think I got my feet wet more than maybe ankle deep once out of the whole week, but. Um, other than that, no, it's, I've been based pretty much here in the Panhandle and, and getting to know my region. So I guess maybe you said you wear a bunch of different hats and you're coordinating with, coordinating with a bunch of different agencies. Maybe talk about what exactly you do on like a daily or weekly basis. It sounds like it can vary quite widely. Yeah, it can. And that's that's part of the, the fun of this job. Um, really, the, the work has kind of a seasonal rhythm to it in that uh, the field season, there is a lot of field work. So I do a lot of... Um, hosting volunteer work parties with our with our volunteer leaders in the the local chapters and then uh so some of these are like the staff supported volunteer work parties that get advertised on our social media and our website where we really try and reach out and recruit new volunteers um and some of them are just helping out the the chapters with some of their smaller smaller events that are really targeted just at their community and um just getting the trail maintained unless it's an outreach role um so that's the field season is a lot of that um during kind of the off season over the summer, we get a chance to catch up on a lot of our kind of planning projects. So some of this is like gap closures, um, major infrastructure projects. Right now we're building a bridge uh, in the eastern part of the Eglin Reservation over Aliqua Creek um, that took a lot of planning and organization to get going. Um, so really, yeah, it kind of it kind of varies. <laughs> I wouldn't say there's really a typical week. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's kind of like putting out fires, something comes up, whether by on social media or reports from maintainers, we hear that there's damage to, to infrastructure, or some, some sort of issues along the trail, so we can go out and address that. Um, 
And some of it is just the the kind of routine, you know, checking in with land managers and and making sure we have a good communication system to to keep up to date on on what's going on on the trail and whether there's any needs that we can fill or anything we need from them to for as far as assistance in in keeping the trail safe and accessible. Right. Well, on that topic of safe and accessible, because um, you reached out to me, um, it sounded like there is a lot of information that you wanted to pass along to the upcoming hikers that would be coming through the panhandle, hopefully in the next month or two regarding all of the recent hurricane damage. So if you would like to I mean, expand upon whatever you would like to share um, and I can ask questions along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we've been seeing on, on social media and I've certainly received a lot of inquiries from folks who are, are planning on a hike uh, this spring or are already trying to get out on the trail. And of course we had a tremendous amount of damage from the hurricane coming through here. So that impacted things um, for the last couple of months and continues to to affect what's what's accessible and, and the work we're doing to, to open things up again. Um, I guess the to start maybe to if uh, your listeners might have to look at a map, <laughs> I can yeah. convey this over the uh, over the phone. But basically, where the hurricane came ashore just east of Panama City, um, it was kind of a uh, maybe a little bit of a blessing in disguise as far as the trail system is concerned in that the the major effects of the storm, the the kind of imagery you see where the entire forest is down, almost 100% tree loss in some areas, that area um, and where the storm pushed through is really one of the longest road walks that's remaining on the trail. So while the effects to the the actual trail system in our in our protected land where we actually have footpath um, was not as bad as it could have been. Uh, it did, you know, tremendous damage to these communities up here in Bluntstown and Alpha and uh, Fountain where the trail passes along on a road, but it didn't so much affect the uh, ability of hikers to to finish these roadwalks. Um, uh, that, that area got cleared pretty much as soon as they cleared the roads and, and is all open. Uh, unfortunately, whereas before we had uh, a section of trail about 74 miles, 75 miles from Pine Log State Forest to the Apalachicola National Forest, um, out of that, about 50 miles was road walk and about 20 miles of trail. Now those 20 miles of trail are pretty much impassable, which creates a gap of about 70 miles of road walk. So yeah. for the through hikers in particular, this is going to be a challenge. Uh, and it may affect some folks' plans on whether they want to to attempt a, a complete thru-hike this year. Um, there's not really camping options in those 70 miles right now. Um, the The way it worked is from Pine Log to Econfina, um, there was about 12 miles of road walk, and then you had about 20 miles in the water management district. So in that area, we had lovely footpaths, some of the most beautiful trail in the Panhandle, and uh, great campsites. Um, all of that, unfortunately, right now is is pretty much inaccessible. Uh, we do have sections of trail that we've started clearing with our local volunteers. Um, but unfortunately, the way the trail runs through Econfina, um, even though about half of that is cleared right now, the northern half, which runs right along Econfina Creek, uh, is still, and it's it's almost hard to explain the uh, the damage, but it's when you're when you're standing along the trail in certain spots, if you can get to a spot where you can actually see the the orange blazes, you can lay your hand on a you know a blowdown in front of you that's about chest or head high, and it's just piles like that piled that high up of you know mature trees as far as you can see, and then maybe you'll see a blaze somewhere off in the mm. distance on one of those trees that got knocked down. So I don't want to use the word impassable lightly, but it's about as <laughs> impassable as I could imagine something being. Um, and until we get really additional crews down here to keep doing that work um, and help from our land management partners, it's going to be a while until we're able to, to reopen it. 
So Econfina and Pine Log are pretty much the worst sections currently, or what else would be closed? Yeah, so right now, there's there's two kind of way, or uh, a little bit of nuance to this, because nothing is closed anymore. Even the water management areas are open. We're still messaging that the trail in Econfina is closed just because it is so difficult right now that um, I can't really see anybody wanting to subject themselves to trying to, to pass along it. Um, but all of our land management partners have opened up their uh, their areas. That includes Pine Log State Forest, includes the water management districts, uh, and it includes the Apalachicola National Forest. So uh, the areas that got hit worst are Econfina, of course, uh, a little pocket of water, man- water management district land near Alpha in Chipola. It's called the Chipola Parcel. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, western part of the Apalachicola National Forest, where we had uh, our volunteer crews and a student conservation uh, association crew do some tremendous work in the four weeks after the storm, and they've actually managed to reopen that. So the trail conditions um, start to get a little rough if you're heading east out of Eglin um, in the Negosi uh, Reservation um, along the Choctatchee River section and in Pine Log, but all of it is is passable. It's something that hikers can get through. You might encounter a few more blowdowns than usual, but uh, we're slowly working on getting that back up to back up to standard. Um, Heading east from there, Econfina, again, uh, impassable, Chipola, impassable. And then once you get into the Apalachicola National Forest, you'll find that conditions improve again. And again, there's, it's going to take a while to clear every mile of trail, so there's still blowdowns. There's still um, effects from the flooding, like punching that might have gotten lifted up or moved around. Um, but if you're, if you're heading through that area, you'll be able to get through it. Okay. Now, I do see that the, the Suwannee is flooded and maybe the Oscilla as well. Is that part of your region as well? Yeah, so my region ends uh, right at the Suwannee River, so I do have a, a little bit along the Suwannee. Um, and unfortunately, I have not been able to get out there uh, in this last week to to evaluate conditions. Um, and I know our, our north regional manager always is a little closer there, so he'll probably make it out before I do. Um, so we'll have updates on that to post on our on the Florida Trail Association website as soon as possible to, to update folks with those conditions. And again, we've been having a, at least for, and I haven't been in Florida very long, it's just, just two years for me, but we've been having a much, much wetter and colder winter this year than uh, near past and, and certainly even what I'm hearing from longtime locals. It's, uh, it's exceptionally wet. So uh, that can probably figure into through hikers and, and other trail users plans for the coming coming weeks and months that you know, it's going to be wetter than usual. Um, so maybe you're starting northbound in Big Cypress and you're hoping in late February to be up in the Panhandle. What percentage of a chance do you think any of these trail sections are going to be open? Yeah. So again, the, the big challenge is going to be opening Econfina. And um, I think our, our goal is to get that cleared in the next couple of months. So for northbound hikers, maybe late February might be a time where hopefully we can have that that reopened. Um, we are looking at ways to at least restore access to some of Econfina. Um, like I said, the, the western part has kind of a younger pine forest and the trees, or even clear cuts in some areas. So the, the forest was just not affected as much by the winds and not, in, not as impacted by blowdowns as some of the other sections. So that's already pretty clear. And if we can clear a connection to kind of get to some dirt roads that can get hikers back onto the route, um, we should be able to do that pretty quickly and get that signed and mapped so that through hikers will be able to use it. Um, but again, this is it's tricky for us right now because a lot of our, our local volunteer community was heavily impacted by the storm. So, of course, their priority priorities are their homes, uh, their businesses, their communities and getting all of that, you know, rebuilt and restored and getting their lives back on track. So, um the capacity for for the local volunteer community is is a little bit diminished. 
Um, we are going to host some volunteer work parties over the coming months to try and get folks from outside of the area, um, interested FTA volunteers or even new volunteers, but people who want to get involved um, will have the chance to do so. Uh, all of that will be advertised on the, the FTA social media accounts and on our, our website. So um, you'll be able to sign up right through there and, and get involved. And we appreciate all that help. Again, this is the trail is maintained by volunteers um, almost exclusively the entire Florida Trail. So especially after a major event like this, um, we really appreciate all the work that people put in and it wouldn't be, be wouldn't be possible without them. I mean, uh, we would just shutter the trail. Right. So moral of the story is if you want a trail open faster, get out and help. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Well, how did you fare? I mean, you're kind of smack dab in the panhandle as well. Is your home okay? Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I live on the uh, western end of the area that got impacted by the hurricane. We live in Panama City Beach. And luckily, we were not impacted, I mean, really at all. We had a little roof damage to our apartment and, um, you know, the usual utilities out for a while. But uh, it's it's very strange how it worked out um, that, you know, one house is fine right. and, you know, you go a block over and everything is just devastated. And it's something that's that we see also even in the woods and along the trail that you'll be walking along and, and one area looks perfectly fine and another area all the trees are down. So the same kind of thing in town. Um, I don't know <laughs> how, how the storm worked, but it's just, just very random and, and capricious in what it, what it destroyed and what it left standing. Right. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that information. I definitely know that I've had a lot of people reaching out to me and I've been able to try to glean as much as I can from what the FTA was putting out on social media, on their websites. Um, so it's mostly me sharing what y'all are sharing. <laughs> so I appreciate hearing it straight from you. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you uh, giving me the chance to reach your audience and, and reach a, a bigger group of people here with these updates. I will share that we're going to keep uh, posting updates on our Notice to Hikers page on the Florida Trail Association website. So if you go to floridatrail.org and then under the FNST um, banner on top, you can see a link to trail closures and notices. And that'll be the most up-to-date source um, from the staff as far as, as what we're aware of, um, as far as access and trail conditions. And if any hikers, anybody out there wants to report any issues, um, please get in touch with us also. There's uh, a generic contact email on the Florida Trail website um, for folks in the panhandle who are particularly interested about any of the hurricane relief or um, damage or, or effects. They can get in touch with me personally. My email address is adamf at floridatrail.org, and I'll be uh, happy to help you out. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.